Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, March 3rd, 2022. This episode of the Ether is brought to you by Luart. Luart is the first gamified NFT platform built on the Terra network. Luart provides a seamless minting and trading experience, all while earning you rewards just for being a user. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the community in the Discord server for the most up-to-date news and announcements regarding all the hot new NFT launches, platform upgrades, and new projects hitting the secondary marketplace. Are you ready to put your helmet on and join the movement? Find out more at luart.io. This episode of the Ether is also brought to you by Talus. Talus Protocol is the NFT platform for independent artists on Terra. Talus helps to provide artists with the tools and resources needed to transition from traditional art into the NFT world. With their V1 launch coming soon, Talus will be the place to see real-world art reflected on Terra. Be sure to join their Telegram and follow Talus on Twitter for updates on their roadmap, validator, and other Talus news. Find your next favorite artist on talus.art. TerraSpaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. Today on the Ether, Secret Spaces Special, featuring Secret Labs and LegendDAO NFT. Let's take a listen. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a Secret Spaces Special. We're going to tweet this out. Stay patient in here. Today is a very special day hosting the Secret Labs team to talk about LegendDAO, a new legendary project in the Secret ecosystem. So we'll get started in just a couple minutes. Hang out. I have just pushed out tweet. We're going to push around some notifications around the Secret channels. If you're hanging out in the Secret Discord, Telegrams, or other communities, feel free to send out the link to this space so we can pack the room. We are here to drop some major alpha, but going to wait a couple minutes and start bringing people from the Secret Labs team up on stage, especially featuring today Guy Ziskind, who's the CEO, founder of Secret Labs, and I think he'll have the most alpha of all. So stay on here as we bring everybody online. Guy, you want to do a mic check? Hello, hello. Sounds good over here, loud and clear. Nice. Put your put your hearts and hundreds emojis in the chat if Guy sounds loud and clear to you. I'm pretty sure that should be everybody. Patrick, as usual, from Secret Foundation, also up with us on stage helping run this today. He'll help me bring up people later who have questions for Guy and the Secret Labs and Legend Out team. Uh, is there anybody else we want to bring up here, Guy, for the start? Or are you going to lead the way? I think I'm good, but I have to admit, this is like maybe the second time I'm doing this. So, um, uh, Tor, I think you're the expert. So any, any tips would be appreciated. Uh, tip number one, leak all the alpha. Tip number two, uh, <laughs> leave a little alpha. Uh, <laughs> tip, tip number three is just we're, we're going to keep it light and informal, and we're just going to go question by question. If I'm not asking the right question, feel free to ask it yourself and just let people know what's going on because this is a very special secret spaces. Usually we do these uh, on Tuesdays every week, 6 p.m. UTC. 
Today we're doing it on Thursday so that the Secret Labs team can participate. So I think uh, I think we're about ready to kick off, though. We've got a bunch of people in the room. Uh, Patrick, have we gotten the announcements out to the channels? Yep, we've hit them all. We've hit them all. Excellent. So we will wait for people to come in over the course of the Secret Spaces. Again, we do this every week. This week, a Secret Spaces special, hard to say, with Secret Labs and Legend Out and Guy specifically uh, for people who are not as familiar with the secret ecosystem. Secret Labs are the core developers for the protocol. They also do development at the application layer. Uh, and uh, I think it's best if we just start, Guy, introduce yourself, introduce your role with Secret Labs and Secret Labs's role with the ecosystem before we start diving into this exciting new platform, Legend DAO, where I think people have not yet grasped how huge this is going to be for the secret NFT ecosystem. I will start with your last comment. I think people have not grasped, grasped how big this is going to be. And, you know, Secret Labs, um, Secret Labs is, for those who don't know, it's the co-development company behind Secret Network. Our main concern is, is the infrastructure. Uh, we are very much like Terraform Labs for Terra or Ava Labs for Avalanche. So we usually don't bother as much with applications, although it is cool for us to, to develop these on top of the chain that um, we've developed. Um, but we do see strategic importance um, for Secret with LegendDAO. And we will, and, and I hope this conversation, these spaces will actually make that clear for everyone. We all have one thing in common here within the secret ecosystem, which is we all want to see secret become the privacy hub for not only the cosmos, but well beyond that for all, for all of Web3. And Secret Labs is dedicated to the same vision. They are primarily contributing on a code basis. Uh, but as people know, we have a bunch of other entities in our ecosystem, all the validators, all the application devs, the foundation itself. We are all working toward that same goal. So. Talk a little bit, Guy. I, I think it's actually helpful. You don't go on a lot of these secret spaces. Some people on this space have maybe never heard you speak before. Let's start with maybe just some personal background, just a couple minutes, maybe three minutes, about why you got into the space and why secret specifically and how all of this started with your initial vision, I think now like seven, seven plus years ago. Sure, sure. Happy, happy to. So I'm a, I'm an OG in the space. I think. I mean, it's it's it just went by so quickly. But I'm in the crypto space since 2013, really, really seriously. And in 2014, uh, I think though we started the same year. Um, I started grad school at MIT, and I was just and I was just fascinated by what blockchain can do. Um, Ethereum was, was just starting out. It was the time of Ethereum ICO. Um, they had some like really, really poor alpha out there that, that wasn't really working. Um, and back at MIT, there was also a summer long hackathon. It was called the MIT uh, Bitcoin Hackathon or Bit Competition. I can't fully remember. And, you know, dozens of team applied and we had our own team and we applied with a project and we were fascinated about um, solving the problem of big companies storing our own data. So we wanted to create a decentralized identity solution 
where each person can hold their own data securely and privately. But uh, uh, behold, we figured out very quickly that blockchain is great as a fair decentralized neutral layer, but it doesn't do privacy at all. Like there's everything is public. It's completely useless for that use case. And I think that just hit home. And I went to my back then professor and told him, look, um, uh, by the way, we won that competition. If you go to Coindesk 2014, you'll see, you'll see an article about this. But after that, I went to my professor and told him, look, this is what I want to focus on. I think blockchain is the future. I think this is really cool. Um, I was completely geeking out about this. But I also thought to myself um, that it's, you know, it can't work unless we figure, figure out a solution for the privacy problem. So I spent my entire um, you know, time in grad school actually battling and, and tackling this research question. How can we do um, privacy-preserving computations in a decentralized system? And that led to several papers uh, that are actually very, very well cited today. They have thousands of citations. And then one of them was the Enigma white paper which was, um, you know, titled as a decentralized computational platform with guaranteed privacy, which is exactly what Secret Network turned out to be. It's pretty amazing how close that white paper, details and technology aside, but in terms of vision to what we've achieved with Secret Network. And then, you know, fast forwarding after, you know, after, after grad school, I started Enigma. Uh, Tor and I met uh, back at MIT and Tor joined us shortly after we started Enigma and uh, over the years um, you know we've, we've had some ups and downs we've had a lot of downs actually um, but, but we always know that, knew that we we're actually going to make it and then in 2020 we, we finally launched our blockchain our privacy preserving blockchain which we called Secret Network and Secret Network today is, I guess, why we're all here. And recently, we decided to change Enigma uh, to Secret Labs because it was Secret Network grew so much bigger than what Enigma ever was that people got confused when we told them we're Enigma and we're building a Secret Network. So we changed the name to Secret Labs so that everyone is clear that we're on Team Secret. I guess that's uh, that's two minutes about me. It's great background on Secret Labs. It's great background on you. Uh, and obviously, Secret Labs is just a sick brand because who wouldn't want to work for the Secret Lab? Who wouldn't want to be part of uh, what is obviously the best shadowy supercoders in existence, which is why you have to call it that. So that takes us to the present, right? That takes us to Secret Network being not only the first, but still really the only generalizable private smart contract computation platform that's that's out there in the blockchain space. Um, and we've had that distinction now for about a year and a half, but as you knew in 2015, and as we still know now, none of this really matters unless there's adoption. Uh, and adoption can look like a lot of things. Initially, that vision like you're talking about was adoption by enterprises. Uh, Web3 has evolved a lot. And now I think people are really looking at Web3 adoption for end users and making users part of the ownership and creation experience in Web3. So the recent revolution 
really seems to have been around NFTs and the metaverse and getting this idea of user ownership out there, providing new paths for creators to get involved in the space. Uh, so talk about Legendow now. What does Legendow have to do with Secret? How is it going to leverage Secret Network in a way to, that it can provide a one-of-a-kind, never-before-possible experience for creators and collectors? And, and how is that going to lead to, again, the only thing that we all care about here, beyond just privacy, but adoption, really making sure millions of people are going to be able to use these technologies and not just write about them? So. First of all, uh, credit where credit is due. I mean, I was I was pretty skeptical about NFTs for a time. Um, I think it took me longer than many others to actually understand that NFTs are the gateway drug that are going to bring the masses to crypto. And actually, for the first time, I can explain to my parents what I'm working on, and it makes sense. So it's clearly... It's clearly the, the right angle to actually uh, gain mass adoption. I completely agree with that. But, if, but just so everyone knows, the person who was convinced about that about a year and a half ago um, was Tor. It took me, let's say, almost a year after Tor to actually figure that this is, this is the right approach. Um, and with that said, I think also with Secret, it became very, very clear that NFTs, while they're an amazing technology and the gateway drug for the masses, they're also quite limited because, you know, there's the, the usual jo joke about right-click save. Now, I don't fully subscribe to that joke. I don't think that, you know, right-click save is, is, is the end of everything. But I think even if you are an avid supporter of NFTs, you would agree that NFTs would be better if data could remain, um, if, if the NFT content itself was not easily copied by anyone in the world, and instead we would have a, a truer form of ownership. So both a proof of ownership on the blockchain, which is what an, an regular NFTs give today, but also a proof of ownership in the sense that only, only the owner can see the data and then decide who to share that with. And ever since, you know, secret NFTs were developed uh, on top of secret network, and ever since I started talking to people about uh, um, secret NFTs as opposed to regular NFTs, I've noticed that the average person understands, they may actually not understand NFT, but they do understand secret NFTs. It, it makes much more sense to the, to the average Joes, to the average person. and so. Um, as as we went through that rabbit hole and we talked to a few, um, um, and and I'm and I'm, so I'm gonna get to legend that a bit later, but I do I do want to give kind of the background. As we went through the rabbit hole and we you know talked to a few artists, and as you all know, we were put in touch with Quentin Tarantino, and um, when I sat down with Quentin here at the Secret Labs office, and we sat down for two hours. And in the first meeting, the first meeting started as like, you know, NFTs are bullshit. I, I don't understand why people are pitching that to me. I don't see the value. And as soon as we explained the, the, the mechanism behind secret NFTs, he was sold. And that aha moment that we got from Quentin 
we got from countless of other artists in the past few months. And that made it clear to me that secret NFTs are not just the gateway drug um, um, to blockchain in general, they are the gateway drug to secret because the best content out there realizes very easily and very quickly that there's an unfair advantage, an unfair edge that secret NFTs bring to the table that normal NFTs just don't. And that, combined with the whole Tarantino experience, has basically led us to understanding that we can build a platform that brings the best supply of projects into secret network because it's, again, it's a much easier sale and it also allows us to build much, much more interesting projects. And we feel, we feel, and this is going to be a pretty big statement, we feel that secret network is we feel that Secret Network obviously deserves a place in the top 20 coins already today. But we feel that there needs to be a catalyst. There needs to be a project on Secret Network that brings everyone on board and on the same page. And we've seen that with Terra. Terra's project that brought them to not only the top 20, the top 10 was Encore. You know, it supplied a very, very specific need. And in Harmony, what brought them to the top 50 from pretty much Oblivion was DeFi Kingdoms. And we think that LegendDAO, because of the value of secret NFTs, would actually do that to secret network. I think it's great that we've gotten to LegendDAO, but I agree with you. We, we absolutely needed the context on secret NFTs. And how I always say to people is, yeah, no matter who you're talking to, if you think NFTs are a complete scam, or if you think they're the future of all digital ownership, both audiences understand the value proposition of secret NFTs. You can understand how they're an improvement on existing NFT models if you already think they're great. You can understand how it actually represents a truer form of ownership if you don't think regular NFTs are worth anything at all. Um, so yeah, the way that I would say it is, yes, it could create an environment where secret is a top 10, top 20 blockchain. Mostly what we care about is secret NFTs becoming the dominant standard for NFT creation NFT collection, et cetera. And this is going to go well beyond LegendDAO. This is going to extend to every platform that builds on Secret because the best part about Secret NFTs is they're composable across the entire network, just like NFT applications are composable across Ethereum. We're not building a bunch of silos and hoping that users will still see value there. This is going to be an extremely vibrant interconnected ecosystem. And LegendDAO is just one platform that's going to exist in our metaverse but it's probably a critical, critical entry point. So if this is the right time to start talking about why that is and what's unique about LegendDAO as a platform and how it's going to onboard potentially millions of collectors into the secret ecosystem, I think with that helpful context on what secret NFTs are and how they're differentiated, we can jump into why people should be caring about LegendDAO specifically. So LegendDAO has um, several main benefits. We talked a lot about secret NFTs, I do think, so secret NFTs, to me, they're going to bring the better, the better supply side and the more interesting supply side, both because better talent would want to use, and it doesn't have to be celebrities, just generally better projects would want to utilize that technology. And um, also, 
um, would be able to build more depth into their NFTs. So that's on the supply side. But um, another two very unusual aspects that are built into LegendDAO is that LegendDAO is, is essentially its own universe, its own experience. Um, one thing that we've noticed venturing into the NFT wormhole is that the the experience is kind of boring and it's kind of broken and it's not sticky. So any NFT platform today or any NFT mint today, the way that it works is you 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 know you go to some landing page, then it invites you to a Discord. You grind and grind and grind in the Discord, which is, by the way, it's not a bad idea. Like we're doing it right now on LegendDAO for people to to get the to kind of bootstrap the community and for people to get whitelist spots. So by the way, you should do it. But you know, once people do it for that mint, they get a whitelist, they buy that NFT, they either keep it or they flip it. That's up to them, and then they move on to the next project. It's exhausting, it's not sustainable, and it's not engaging and definitely not sticky. It doesn't it doesn't make you want to stay in the same platform. And what we decided to do is, hey, why don't we build a universe? Why don't we build a place where you actually get your own character, your own avatar, and then you start building that. You level it up, you get better items, you, you, you continue to build it up. And the stronger you are, the more, let's say, likely you are to come across um, whitely spots for future drops or you're more likely to actually just stumble upon or get like rarer pieces of really, really cool means and all that. Like, can we create a gamified experience where it's a universe that as you play and move through it, you actually get better and better access to NFT content and better and better NFT content. Um, and I think we've 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 come up with a, a a really interesting system that connects the supply side of potentially the best NFT projects, and I'll talk about that later a bit. What are those NFT projects with the with the demand side of users who actually want to engage with a with a platform? So that's the general idea. Another idea. And I'm not going to go into detail here about it right now, but I think it's important for people to know is that in many cases today, if if you've been uh, today, there's a flood of NFT companies, NFT talent, NFT brands. Many of them, rightfully so, um, don't want to embarrass their brand, so they expect some kind of minimum guarantee, some kind of an some kind of assurance that their project is going to succeed. And the idea with LegendDAO is to have a DAO, that's, that's, that's a DAO in LegendDAO, that actually over time builds up its own treasury and so that it can go back to the best projects out there. And it could be existing projects, stuff like Bored Apes or Cool Cats or whatnot. Or it could be celebrities like Tarantino, or it could be new, still not that proven, um, but very, very interesting Cosmos ecosystem NFT projects. Any of these bunch, anything that we identify, we or the DAO or the, the holders of the 
of the, the, the people in the platform identify as valuable, we can go to them and tell them, look, put your best foot forward, create the best NFT that you can, not a copycat, not a copy-paste thing, and then we will guarantee you success uh, from the DAO's treasury. So kind of like that mechanism all together, we think is going to create the most sticky NFT platform out there. I, I'm blown away. I mean, even I have not done enough digging into what this is going to unlock for the ecosystem, but I know that the Secret Labs team has been heads down on this. And I know that since the Tarantino launch and, and since all the events that, at NFT NYC and all the conversation that's come after that, everybody's been kind of asking what's next. Everybody's been kind of asking, how does this generalize? How do we keep telling the story around secret NFTs? So it sounds like Secret Labs has been having a lot, a lot, a lot of conversations since then. But I don't think really anybody has had any visibility into how those conversations go. We kind of just assume maybe people will figure this stuff out. Maybe people will start poking around the ecosystem. But you're telling me like you're having direct conversations with artists and brands and platforms who are understanding this value proposition. Uh, how has that been going? When are we going to find out about some of these things? When are they going to come from, you know, secret alpha into uh, this is now something that users can get hands on with? How far, how far are we really talking? You're going to twist my arm to actually leak some of these, right? I would say answer this at the highest possible level that are going to keep <laughs> people interested. I mean, I, I maybe know, I may know a little more than I'm letting on, but it, I just think when should people start paying attention, I guess, is the most relevant question. Because again, we announced Tarantino back in you know November. There was the huge reveal of the first iconic artist, and that was a really big deal, and there was a lot of engagement. So if you're telling me that there could be another dozen or a couple dozen or hundred Tarantinos waiting to be able to use this platform to launch secret NFTs to start engaging with our community directly, people obviously need to know, like, when should I start paying attention to that stuff? Is this going to happen in 2024, Guy? No, not at all. People should start paying attention right now because there's going to be a stream of announcements in the next couple of months. So let me just let me let me throw let me throw in a little bit of alpha without actually revealing what I'm obligated not to reveal yet. But I mean, you can expect almost certainly uh, someone I'd say at the, maybe a close caliber to Quentin Tarantino. Um, doing a new kind of project that has not been seen in the film industry. And the only way to actually do that project is as, is as a secret NFT, which is why I'm really excited about it. We're not talking about something that exists. We're talking about completely new content delivered as a secret NFT on Legendow by, by an A-lister. Um, and I think also that A-lister is going to appear quite a bit on future secret spaces, um, so uh, and legend DAO spaces in the future. So I would very much stay tuned. I'm especially interested, uh, especially especially excited about that project because it's again have never been done before. So that's one of them, and we've honestly we've been blown away by the amount of inbound um, um, conversations that we've had. We haven't even had time to start doing outbound. Like we haven't used any of our relationship. It's all been inbound, and we've had top athletes, like NBA players, NHL players, um, other top athletes in, in, in the US and Europe, 
like coming to us, wanting to do really, really cool stuff. Um, we've had some really interesting projects. We've, we've had, um, we have a project that's like one of the world's largest uh, museum curators, and they want to do a museum DAO uh, on secret that would allow you to actually bring um, many, many of the art pieces from top museums into Legend DAO and into our chain. Um, we have a top chef that's going to do a secret recipes collection on Legend DAO. It's going to be really, really cool. Um, we have top, um, like, like really world-renowned artists, fine artists, that are making the first move to the to the blockchain NFT ecosystem, and you can know that they were skeptical about the whole thing. But I think Secret NFTs really, really got them into the space. And we have a Netflix show, um, highly acclaimed, highly rated. That's gonna do most likely a drop on Legend Dow. And we have like I'd say like twenty other leads that were just like. Ex guy, stop! Uh, guy, work. guy, please, please! It's too much. <laughs> it's too much, Alpha. It's too much, Alpha. There's, there's, there's just a ton of these. Like we haven't been, we haven't been able to keep up with the leads, to be honest. Well, I hear Secret Labs has been hiring as well because, again, it, like you're saying, there's almost too much possible with Secret. So people have been wondering. How does the network, how do the people supporting the network, how does the infrastructure supporting the network scale to accept and deliver on all of these opportunities? And I know this falls into the category of the good problems to have. There's the good problems to have and there's the bad problems to have. The bad problem to have is no one wants to use this. No one wants to launch on this. No one wants to collect it, et cetera. The good problems is too many people want to do it. There's too many opportunities. And at the same time, we have to be really concerned about how do we deliver a best-in-class user experience on the network. So how are you with Secret Labs thinking about balancing, let's deliver on all these opportunities to onboard people into the network, whether it's on the creator side, the collector side, the user side, how are you balancing that with also being like, we need to continue to scale the network and scale the ecosystem at a technical level to make sure that we hit our targets of millions of users coming into this platform, right? Like, can we deliver the experience that people are going to expect from working with names of this caliber? Yeah, that would be the least of my concern. And if you haven't known this by now, Secret, Secret Labs Team Deliver, we have, uh, they, 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 our developers would not, would not likely say that uh, to, um, about themselves, but I would say this. Everyone that, like, for every person that we hire, we have pretty much, like, 20 people that we don't. Everyone that, we've that we have here is top-notch, and I would argue to say the best in the space. Now, that said, we do recognize that we need more hands on deck. We've just uh, increased our team by about 100%, and uh, that's not including a lot of contractors that we brought on board, like, like dozens of them just to kind of help us with a lot of like the, let's say, less critical pass stuff um, uh, to reduce the load. And I do expect that by end of the year, we will, after we onboard the next batch, we will further um, hire more people. And just so that people know, in Secret Labs, we are moving into 
a two-three team structure right now. So we're moving in or two-three, let's say, um, um, t- uh, 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 departments of sorts. So we're gonna have the um, so far everyone were in one team. Now we're gonna have one team um, for the for the network infrastructure. That's gonna be like ninety percent of what they care about: improvements to the network, scaling the network, doing all that. And if people don't think that we gather feedback from like every launch and every release, they are wrong. Like we've we've just I don't know how many people know that we haven't publicized it that much, but we've just re- uh, released an improved query node um, um, version that actually scales up um, things by about a 50x to maybe even 100x. Like what, what's uh, one, one node right now, one query node right now with the new code base is able to do more than what 20 computers, a cluster of 20 computers properly load balanced did like uh, two weeks ago. So we are working very hard on infrastructure and we have a whole roadmap uh, uh, ahead of us on that front. And there is there is a team that's growing, a, a, a core development infrastructure team that's growing. And then we are starting a, a, an applications team right now. And that team would have sub-teams. The first sub-team is going to be LegendDAO, which is directly going to work and focus on the legend of the application lots to sound i mean lots to sound excited about right so but i think you're answering the question here which is can this all scale fast and it's like it really comes down to how effective secret labs can be and has been as an organization for some of this stuff but look you talked initially about the history of the project this was all white papers seven years ago and now this is a very vibrant ecosystem of which Secret Labs is a core contributor, but only one contributor. And now we have dozens of applications launching on the network with their own teams that rival Secret Labs in size. We have 70 active validators on the mainnet who are experts in supporting the network, who are constantly iterating on how they do their infrastructure. It's an extremely collaborative ecosystem. We're constantly, lo- we're constantly learning, improving from every launch on the network. Uh, so it's great to see that Secret Labs takes its role as a steward of all of this stuff very seriously. Uh, what does it mean then? Like, how how can network contributors get involved with supporting Secret Labs and all this stuff? Like, if there's some user or validator or developer in the network who wants to be a part of the growth trajectory for the network now, whether with Secret Labs or on the infrastructure side or the community side, like, how can people work more closely with Secret Labs? So <laughs> very that's that's an that's an awesome question because we need all the help we can get. J- just to be clear, I think one of the best things to do right now is we have like a lot of like smaller projects that we're working on. So like some of the NFT means on LegendDAO, stuff like that, which could actually be a really, really good exercise for developers to kind of get into the ecosystem. Eventually a LegendDAO drop is gonna be releasing some secret con- uh, contracts and then you know attaching some content and graphics to them and then a, a, a full stack application or landing page. That is a great way for a new developer in the ecosystem to start. And we've been hiring quite a few people from the ecosystem to help us with that. 
And so if you're new to the ecosystem, your best bet is contact us. We probably have one of those opportunities for you. That's number one. Way number two is there's the grant system. So if you already have a bit of understanding about how secret contracts work, maybe you were developing on Terra or Juno um, and you know Cosmosm a bit, then just come up with a project, um, a, a apply for a grant, and we, we've now put a much better infrastructure in place to review those grants very quickly. And I think like, like eight out of 10 grants that are well-reasoned out, we just approve and we fund them. So that gives you the first funding and gives you like security and you can work on something really cool that you're excited about. Awesome. Well, if you're listening and any of that is speaking to you, I mean, there's a, there's a ton of ways to get in contact. Slide into guys' DMs or you can DM the secret official account and people pick that up. We actually read our DMs as long as they're nice. Uh, we're happy to get in touch and figure things out. Come to the forum. Come to the Discord. You know, we have the secret Discord. We have the Legendow Discord. Just get in touch. It really is, a, is an issue of human capital. But the thing is, if you're listening to this and you've heard all this alpha, just obviously you are early. <laughs> we need all the help we can get, and you are early. Uh, Legendow has not even launched. You are you you are early to the alpha, and you can be a part of the very genesis of what we hope becomes the largest metaverse. Uh, and uh, I think I like the word metaverse a lot more than Guy does, but that's okay. <laughs> we all have our preferences. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I prefer universe or multi multiverse. Still not comfortable with metaverse, but it's fine. It will grow on me. That's fair. I like Snow Crash. <laughs> uh, well, you know, as a book, not necessarily as an outcome. So here we have 20 minutes left in the space. Uh, this is usually when we start to open the floor for people to stick their hands up, ask questions either. I mean, today, obviously, this is an amazing opportunity to ask questions about LegendAO specifically about Secret Labs, about Secret Network, about what's been happening on the network in the ecosystem. So you can start putting your hands up. I'm gonna start adding speakers uh, to the stage at some point. So one second, one sec. I wanna I want mention one more thing about Legendado. I was about to give you that opportunity. So while Guy gives this answer, put your hands up and that way when he's done, we can start adding you onto the platform as a speaker. But Guy has the floor still, so go ahead. Cool, cool. So I kind of want to, I want people to understand at a high level what's kind of like the plan for LegendDAO. It's not a usual project where it's like, an, you know, it's one mint and you're done. It's going to be a universe that is developing. So right now we announced yesterday or two days ago the first um, archetypical collection of LegendDAO. That collection is different from all the rest. That collection basically is the the Council of Guild collection. So the whole LegendDAO storyline kind of revolves around these mythical creatures, these cryptids, which are actually the real, um, the real creators behind Secret Network. And I urge you to read the, the short lore section on the LegendDAO webpage. So the first collection is basically the, the I guess, the, the, the collection manifesting these creatures, the, these Council of Guild. And the Council of Guild is actually later on when the game platform is launched, that's going to be 
your avatar. That's each one of you, each user would be able to get uh, uh, a character, one, 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 of the, one of the characters from the council and actually build that up. But right now we're starting off with a collection and that collection is one of a kind. It's going to have a lot of benefits that future collections won't bring. It's basically our way of telling everyone who's early on, here is something for you because you are here first. So other than being a really, really high quality and high level collection, and other than the fact that it would use secret NFTs in an interesting way, that collection is going to give you, first of all, it's going to give you a character later on. So if you buy, uh, uh, if, you, if you get, uh, if you mint a, a, a cryptid in, a, a, or a legend in this collection, then you will get a free avatar once those come out later on, uh, later in the year. And you would also get um, at least a couple of loot boxes that, you know, would give you the first items. And then everyone who gets that collection will also get a special kind of item um, in the game later on in the universe that only the peop- only holders of, of the current collection will be able to get. And we still haven't decided if that item would be full NFT that can be transferable or not. It may actually be tied to your avatar and only you would be able to transfer it to your other avatars. Still working on that. But the whole point is, like, this is your way for people to know you're an OG in the platform. And I think probably the coolest benefit that the Council of Guild collection gives you is that some amount, so for every big drop that happens on Legendary, let's say there's a Tarantino collection or other collection, um, a small number of, of mints and whitely spots are gonna be airdropped to holders of the Council of Guild collection. And one last note, we opened the whitelist for that uh, two days ago. If you were already whitelisted for the Tarantino collection, which to date hasn't happened, um, but still uh, could very well and is planned to happen at some point, but if you were whitelisted, then you're automatically whitelisted to the Council of Guild collection. If you're not whitelisted, then join the Discord and participate in the ongoing competitions to make sure you get a spot. And now I'm done. Well, uh, if that doesn't get everybody excited, I don't know. I mean, like, we haven't even started scratching the surface on what secrets technology means for the Web3 gaming space. And clearly, PDE gaming and those uh, metaverse experiences are clearly driving a ton of user engagement. And my big objection to that has been that they don't seem very sustainable. These games just aren't interesting. Like what is there really for users to do, especially if everybody has perfect information, especially if there's not a lot of thought to the game universe and how it's going to tie to real world IP and adoption. There is a lot happening here. And maybe we can't dig it all up in one space, but I think you've effectively struck that balance between dropping all the alpha and helping people understand that there's about 10x the alpha that we can't even begin to start digging into on just this one space. So the only way people are going to find out is to start getting a little bit more 
invested in Secret and the LegendDAO ecosystem to start digging deeper, to join this core community. I can't recommend that highly enough. Uh, so thank you guys for that. We have 15 minutes now. We have two people with their hands up. I'm going to start adding people to the stage. I'm going to start with um, LA and then I'm going to add Chase. So LA first and then Chase. And then if other people want to bring their hands up and speak on stage, ask a question for Guy and the secret team. Now's your chance. Go for it, LA. Hey, thanks, fellas. Good show. Man, I really believe in this project. I did a lot of uh, white paper uh, reading on this. Now, here's my question to Guy or the whole team. I don't know nothing about coding, but I am interested in it. I'd love to be one of these newbies who come in and get with a team that's willing to teach somebody like me to help and uh, contribute to this project, not only contribute, but probably bring some ideas anyway, because I do come from a background of media and audio for over 30 years. Um, I'm sure there's a lot I could bring to the table as far as ideas, but where coding and things of that such is a concern. If you guys got any leads or a team or a community that, you know, willing to bring in some newbies without all the heckling and all that carrying on, Hey man, I'm 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 willing to get a part of the team and help out. If there's a link y'all can share or something, and I appreciate it. And thank you for the show. It's a good thing going on. Sorry, I think you might be better in answering this than me, but I think the best space would be to join the Secret Network Discord. And there's a find a team channel uh, or something called along those lines, where um, there's there's you know there's you can find a team to work with where everyone can contribute part of their strength, and then I think the other opportunity would be to join the Secret Agents platform, which gives a a um, is 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 a great collaborative platform, and b it's a way to get better access uh, to people in the ecosystem, especially the people who are contributing to it every day, and also you know helping out. Those were my two answers as well. Uh, so if you're not in the secret Discord, anybody listening to this, go to chat.scrt.network. That link is also in our Twitter bio. That's our Discord. Come there. Uh, you'll find that. Find the team channel. You'll also find a ton of secret agents uh, who will help you get onboarded with that program if you're just looking to get more involved and dip your toe, especially as a non-technical person. We have an amazing community that is ready to give you what you need to be successful in our ecosystem and just be successful period if you are looking to make a career and a life for yourself within the web3 space so thanks for coming up on stage man i hope you find a home in the ecosystem that empowers you and is a project that you want to build long term uh chase you're up on here too you've got a question for guy go ahead hey what's up guys um so my first question is pretty straightforward uh will legend dow have its own marketplace or is this gonna or will the nfts tie back into stash and my second question is kind of um it's a few questions in one so it's it's gonna be play to earn so will you need will you need an avatar will you have to purchase an avatar to play to earn your your spot into these mints and um, let's say if you do need an avatar um, and let's say if a person is playing the game and they don't get a whitelist spot, what what kind of mechanism do you guys have to keep that person interested in, you know, because, OK, the game might be cool. But let's say if they play and they don't get a whitelist spot, will there be a coin reward or will there be like a, a free NFT drop or can you guys like tap into that a little bit more? 
Sure. So first of all, yes, you would need an avatar to play because it's like part of the experience and you grow your avatar, it gains experience. The more interactions with NFT it does, the better equipment it gets and so forth. So it's part of the feedback loop and the sticky mechanism. However, you're not necessarily going to need an avatar to participate in special partner means. Um, you, so the idea is that there could be people who are just playing the game, improving their characters, getting widely spots. And this is one of the bigger innovations that we have. Like we took the idea of people getting whitelist spots and we basically NFT them as well. I mean, a whitelist, like when you get, when you play in the game, for example, and you get a whitelist spot, you essentially get some kind of like golden ticket, which is a whitelist, you know, a whitelist NFT. And if you want to use it, you can use it. If you don't want to use it, take it to stash or somewhere else and resell it. And then there's a person who, you know, isn't in, is just interested in, say, in a Tarantino drop and not interested in playing the game. Well, they could go to Stash and buy on secondary a widely spot and, and then use that to participate in the sale. Um, so first of all, for, to the second question, yes. Um, this Legendary is meant to be a primary marketplace for blue chip means and its own universe and a game and all that. But at the end of the day, that's the cool part. Like any NFT that you make in the game, whether it's a partner NFT, like from Quentin Tarantino, or whether it's an in-game, in-universe item, like a sword that gives you like bonuses, or whether it's like a whitelist golden ticket that allows you to participate in, in, in the next drop. All of these are NFTs that can be taken out to secondary market and be sold there. Nice. All right. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Sure. Very cool. Thank you for the question or questions, as it were. Anybody else with questions or just updates from the secret ecosystem? Uh, feel free to stick your hands up. We do have seven minutes left on the space. While we're waiting for people to stick their hands up, again, Guy, if there's anything we haven't had a chance to dive into here, if there's anything else you want to say about the secret ecosystem or secret lab specifically, any of these topics like gaming or NFT collecting or anything else, I think uh, we're going to keep doing, obviously, secret spaces. We're going to go back to our usual time next week on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. UTC. Uh, but I think we're going to prioritize getting the Secret Labs team back on here soon, including more of the core devs, uh, to take more of a protocol focus. But in the meantime, obviously, featuring Legend out today, perfect timing. Uh, everyone should now. Make sure you're following Legend Dow NFT, getting into their Discord, getting into the main secret Discord. Clearly, announcements are coming. I don't know if, if there was any way to make it a little bit more overt than that while still keeping it a secret. But yeah, time to start paying attention again. This is all part of our larger growth initiative, Shockwave, to start onboarding millions of users, uh, hundreds of applications into the network over the coming quarters. Uh, if you're not as familiar with secret, it's the perfect time to start digging, and Legend Down might be the best thing for you to start getting your hands dirty with. So anything I missed, Guy? And then we've got one more question from the audience. Now let's take one more question, and if there's time, I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about the infrastructure plans. Okay. Joachim, you're up on stage. Hey, guys. Appreciate the, uh, the space. This question is for Guy. It's really two questions. Um, 
around secret network. First question is, you know, what are the top metrics that you're using to measure the growth and adoption of secret network? Is it uh, price? Is it users? Is it projects? Um, and what are those metrics that you're aiming for? And secondly, um, you know, what are the major roadblocks that you see that uh, looking around corners that could stop that from, uh, from, from happening? Thanks. I can answer this if you want. <laughs> I think we'd have the same exact answer. Oh. Yeah, go for it, Tor. Uh, we care about absolutely every metric. Every metric must go up to the right at all times. Uh, but there's a few things that matter more than others. And I think we have a thesis. Obviously, we have a lot of theses in our ecosystem. Obviously, we care about privacy. We believe privacy is linked to usability. We believe usability is linked to adoption. We want to unlock new design spaces. We want to protect and empower users. That's all core to what we do. In 2021, we saw people finally start using blockchain applications. But how we were measuring success had a lot to do with metrics like TVL and how much capital was locked in a protocol, regardless of how sustainable that capital was, regardless of how sticky it was, regardless of how many users that capital actually represented. The only way we knew how to value anything in Web3 was to say how many billions of dollars are locked up in it. And while that's one metric, it's not a core metric that we put a lot of emphasis on uh, while we still measure it and care about it, because we don't think that it's points to sustainable growth. Capital is mercenary in crypto. And if you put TVL at the center of everything, you're not putting the user at the center of everything. Especially since we've identified so many use cases that are user-centric around secret NFTs, from gaming to collecting to minting and everything else, we have to care about the user first and foremost. So the main metric for us at Secret right now is users user level metrics like active addresses, addresses on a per application basis, uh, address growth in the network. Uh, that's linked to the number of new applications that are launching. That's linked to the number of new NFT collections that are being deployed. Uh, it's linked to how innovative these platforms are. Uh, it's also linked to how quickly the infrastructure can scale to support that growth. If you tr grow faster than the infrastructure is scaling, it, like I said, it's a good problem to have, but it's still a problem. So our core metrics really come down to the user level. And I think in 2022, there's going to be a massive reevaluation of value in the Web3 space where we stop thinking about things in TVL terms and trying to put a value on a coin based on just purely protocol-based liquidity, especially with the collapse of things like ohm forks and stuff. And it's all going to be about the user because users are sticky. Users want experiences, and especially in a space like Secret, where identity and reputation and ownership matter then users won't want to leave. We're going to provide a best-in-class digital ownership and digital engagement experience for both collectors and creators. That's at the core of everything. Price is just a flywheel effect. It's just a self-sustaining cycle. If people are making money because they're stakeholders in the network and its platforms, then they'll continue to engage and they'll continue to recruit people. They'll be better resourced to build their own companies on the network. but Price is not the end goal in itself. It just happens to be a side effect of a healthy growing ecosystem as you get that flywheel. And when things start growing, objects in motion tend to stay in motion. And what Secret Labs is trying to do, what Secret Foundation is trying to do, what everybody on this call and in this community is trying to do is just give it a really, really hard shove so that by the time things are really in motion, uh, we never stop. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for that tour. Um, you, I mean, just quickly before we end, I mean, what's the any top three concerns or roadblocks to getting there? 
Well, I mean, Guy, you said you wanted to talk about maybe on the infrastructure side for just a second, because I feel like the only thing that's really hurt uh, lately has been the on-chain experience, because with a lot of demand, we start running into the, we have done something so innovative with Secret that like all the issues we're having, no other network has ever had, because there's never been a network like this. Everything that we've implemented, like we're constantly at the bleeding edge of what's possible with scalability for generalizable private smart contract platforms. It's never been tried. And the query node upgrade is such a massive, massive, massive deal. Uh, but until users actually get hands-on with new projects that are going to be utilizing these query node updates, they're not going to feel it for themselves, even though we know it. So is there anything, Guy, you wanted to say about that upgrade or anything else people should know on the infrastructure side so that they understand like these problems are, yeah, we'll, we'll keep having growing pains, but so many of our solutions are designed in a way where we're never going to face a lot of these uh, growing pains that we've had to date ever again. Yes, I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to I'm going to talk about another concern, which is a bit more artificial. So, on the on the infrastructure side of things, um, what we've built is, as Tori saying, is very unique. It's very customized. We've put a lot of code into that blockchain, and one thing that, by the way, frustrates me sometimes is that. You know, many of the blockchains that you see are just copy paste. They are either EVM forks or they are um, just the the a plain vanilla um, stock um, Cosmos chain or something along those lines. And those are, you know, it's very very easy relatively to to do stuff with these, to change them, to scale them, because it's 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 been done. 5,000 times before, and everyone just copied from like that same model. With Secret, that's not the case. A lot of it has been custom-made, and now it's to be custom-improved um, um, and scaled up. But we know exactly what we need to do. So Query Node update upgrade was at the top of the list because most, most problems that the network has had in the past six months was around Trans, uh, not transactions, but like um, getting stale information or timeouts when trying to query information from the chain. That, to me, is almost um, um, 100% sure has, has been completely resolved, and people will see that in the next 30 days. That will no longer be an issue. All applications in the network are going to be 10x more responsive. You're not going to see timeouts. You're not gonna see stale information, and you won't see nodes going offline. I don't mean validators; I mean nodes that are giving you, like, you know, nodes that, for example, uh, are serving you an application's UI. So that to me solved. Now the other aspects that we need to resolve are there. There are two main other aspects that we need to resolve, and we are working very hard on them. One of them is to upgrade to Cosmos and 1.0. So again, Secret Network was the first. It was also one of the core contributors to Cosmosm, and so we came out just like Terra with an older Cosmosm version. And because we made so many changes to Cosmosm as opposed to Terra and to others, because we needed to add the privacy components, now we have to put a lot more work into upgrading to Cosmosm uh, 1.0. So we are working on that. That's a few months away. That would not only allow developers to to write in the same way that they write for other blockchains and in a more modern and interoperable way, but it will also have a lot of scaling benefits 
uh, two that we could not have introduced, that we will introduce now. So that's number two. Number three, and at that point, by the way, I I fully expect almost all of the problems that people are experiencing today to go away. And we're looking at summer of this year. And we may actually, so we've been talking in the Secret Labs office for the past few days on a strategy to actually um, do, do that faster. And what we're thinking of doing now is actually to, to release a, a soft fork um, not going to go into that, but a soft fork where we um, uh, only optimize and take the import functionalities of very fine signatures. Because when we analyze, uh, for example, the shade airdrop, which was pretty much the, the I think, the, the, the launch that put the, the, the most strain on the network in the past few months, then from what we've seen, that was the that was the blocker. And if we can improve that when creating permits and, and doing stuff like that and, and verifying um, signatures faster, that's probably gonna resolve any other drop that tries to use a mechanism. We aren't sure yet. We are not sure that's gonna work. We're testing it right now. But if it does, you can expect a very, very fast turnaround time on fixing that problem specifically. And then the last infrastructure improvement problem for 2022, alongside the more general IBC contract to contract calls IBC upgrade, um, is replacing the 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 WASM, the WebAssembly runtime. I'm not gonna go into that, but we expect that to actually bring 10x or 100x improvement, but to be very open, that could be the biggest endeavor that we have uh, on our plate right now, which is probably gonna, which is why it's probably gonna take by the end of this year. Long story short, this, these are concerns, but we have a very, very clear cut roadmap into resolving all of these issues. Now, the other concern I promised to tell everyone about is I'm just concerned about the market being stupid and I'm talking and everyone. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> sorry that I'm not as politically correct as my colleague here, but like, and and I'm not a trader, but I'm just like, take take the current secret uh, uh, price graph from the last month and superimpose it on the um, wallet growth graph. Just superimpose those two one on top of the other and tell me that it makes sense. So my concern is like. Mm. All metrics are on the on the rise. Everything looks great, except like for some hiccups that we're working on, and then the market doesn't realize it yet. Um, so well, that's here's it, that's it. and and here's the difference between Guy and myself is that you don't want me coding all your secret contracts, but I w did used to be a trader. And the sad truth about markets is that they have time frames, and if you zoom out, secret looks incredible. And if you zoom all the way in, then it doesn't look as incredible for like the last, you know, couple of weeks or whatever your time frame is going to be. And the, the fact of the matter is that markets only work one way. They're an imbalance between supply and demand. When there's a ton of demand, which in the crypto ecosystem seems to happen all at once, usually after people figure out the alpha, after things are leaked, after they realize the obvious, things compound very quickly. They go up 200%, 500%, whatever. Like things come out of nowhere, things just explode. 
that's great news for every crypto project because it means you're never really dead. It just means you're temporarily sleeping. For a project like Secret, we're never sleeping, right? Things are always, always, always growing, happening, experimenting. We have a super vibrant community. Every metric is up. Agents are up. On-chain stuff, TVL. Like things are just growing. And it comes down to at what point is there an overwhelming imbalance between supply and demand for Secret? And that usually comes around major triggers and major initiatives. I think we can all agree LegendDAO sounds like the sort of thing that's going to drive a lot of demand and a lot of eyeballs into the network. So if you've come to this space today looking for a reason to get more involved in our ecosystem, looking for a reason to rationalize what you're seeing in the market, think about it this way. Markets don't have to be rational in the, in, in the short term. In fact, they can look irrational in the long term because they're completely diverging from on-chain metrics. And it's rational just in the sense that today more people want to sell than buy. Zoom out, give a shit about network level metrics like we do, and you'll feel a lot happier, um, I, I would think. In uh, We've been doing this for what, five to seven years now, right? We've lived through multiple cycles. Don't zoom in, zoom out. Hopefully that's encouraging. <laughs> I, think, I think absolutely everything happening with Secret right now is unbelievably encouraging. Uh, you just have to join more Secret spaces and refresh Blockfolio less, I guess. I don't know. Don't zoom in, zoom out. I think that's the perfect way to end things. Sweet. Will the devs please do something? <laughs> All right. Sorry that uh, a couple of you aren't going to be able to get up here with your hands up, and I do apologize for that. We did go 10 over, and we did try to drop a lot of alpha. But if you did still have questions, two things. One, next week's Secret Spaces, back to the usual time. It is going to be on the 8th. Uh, and this one is probably going to be a cross-chain space. We're going to have some speakers from other L1s within the cosmos. So get excited for that. But as always, it's a secret space. So you'll be able to come ask your questions about the protocol, ask your questions about the applications, give updates of your own. It'll just be back to a normal space. This was a super special one. We super appreciate Guy giving up an hour of his, what is his night in Israel, uh, to come and give us the update on LegendDAO. Please follow LegendDAO. Please join in that Discord so you don't miss the alpha that's clearly coming. Uh, and in the meantime, just remember to set a reminder for next week's Secret Spaces, 6 p.m. UTC, March 8th. We will be back here on Twitter Spaces. And in the meantime, if you have questions, dump them in the Secret Discord. Reach out to us personally. Reach out to this Twitter account. We will do our best to respond. We do read them uh, unless you use bad language, in which case, you know, tough luck. All right, everyone. Thank you again, Guy. Really. Thank amazing. you, everyone. Thank you, Tor. Cool. This was recorded. We, uh, you will be able to send this Twitter space link to your friends if they need to catch up on everything LegendDAO, network infrastructure, whatever else. Share that link around. Until then, we will see you on the next Secret Spaces. Goodbye, everyone. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Secret Spaces special featuring Secret Labs and LegendDAO NFT, recorded on Thursday, March 3rd, 2022. This episode of the Ether was brought to you by Orbital Command, a community validator on Terra dedicated to educating, expanding, and promoting the lunatic community. Have you heard about the new Terra Invest Strategy Discord server Orbital Command spun up? If you're looking for a chill place to chat about different Luna stacking strategies or looking for some alpha or if you're trying to find the best UST farms or even if you just have a quick question you need answered, be sure to stop by TIS and say hi to the Orbital Command gang. 
Hell, I'm even in there sometimes when I'm not editing hours of CeFi spaces. You can find me in that server chatting about NFTs and answering basic Terra Luna questions. The link to the server is in the show notes. And for more information, check out orbitalcommand.io. This episode of the Ether was also brought to you by WeFund. WeFund is a community crowdfunding cross-chain incubator on Terra. And it's the first launch pad that implements a milestone funding release system to protect investors. All money raised for projects is deposited in Anchor Protocol and it's refundable and all decisions are based on community voting power. WeFund is community focused and designed to be a user-friendly experience for both project creators and investors. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the Telegram for more information. Links are in the show notes and check them out online at WeFund.app. TerraSpaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Digging in the dirt, trying to find the treasure Learning how to mix this business with pleasure I'm kicking a lecture, spitting conjecture High as a bird while I'm flipping the gesture Living like a jester, investing these extras Dissecting a mess, an eagle looking headstrong Infinitesimal, the spit in his next world And if you don't agree, well then I'm afraid you're dead wrong So leave the mess hauling, clean your plates up I can't believe the rest of y'all feed on makeup Bereavement breakup to rearrange your wake up Big ol' bloody mess like a scene from Braveheart Driving race Cars that beat the fate, it's hard to meet your maker when the features ain't marked. Trying to slide underneath the paywall. I'm afraid this motherfucker's gone AWOL. You had better unfuck yourself or I will unscrew your head and kick down your neck! Sir, yes, sir! Private Joker, why did you join my beloved gold? Sir, to kill, sir! No, you're a killer! Sir, yes, sir! Let me see your war face! Sir! You got a war face? on the earth trying to mine some headspace give a little gift like i'm lifted dead weights the risk of resting kicks the nest egg square in the nuts y'all feeling testy three swept in no need of resting the least depressing so sweet but messy i need the best day to keep professing and hope my body doesn't leave behind a red stain pouring out little liquor for the dead states while the rest wait and bleed domestic no means to gestate breeds the best cake beauty on the back of the queen she just ate so take a little dive down a K-hole while I flip the B-roll right into A-roll and make the payroll go a little further. Replace the merger with the tainted version.